0: Hello guys, I'm Mossin. Welcome to this episode of Millionaire Muslim. Before we get into this episode, we just wanted to spend a few seconds telling you about Islamic Finance Guru or IFG for short. Mossin and I co-founded IFG in 2015 because we couldn't find content about personal finance and Islamic finance for Muslims like you and I. Nowadays, Alhamdulillah, we reach an audience of hundreds of thousands, and our goal is to keep providing great content to help you guys. So if you're looking for halal investments and Islamic mortgages or startup funding check us out at islamicfinanceguru.com and if you want to get in touch with us directly you can get me on mossin at islamicfinanceguru.com and you can get ibrahim on ibrahim at islamicfinanceguru.com enjoy the episode looking for a different approach to money meet gatehouse bank a sharia compliant uk bank built for the modern world we help home buyers to purchase or refinance their home provide buy-to-let funding for landlords and offer award winning savings accounts. Wherever you're going, get there a different way. Get there with Gatehouse. To find out more, visit gatehousebank.com. If you're like many of the people that we talk to regularly at IFG, you really want to invest your money because you know that otherwise inflation will eat at your money every single day. You also know that if you could invest reasonably well, in about a decade's time, you will have easily doubled your money. But you're not silly. Most people don't invest because of four Mm. key things. You don't invest because an investment company that you've come across, which says it's great. You don't really know if it's telling the truth. The second thing is, Is it actually halal, Sharia compliant or not? And how do you work that out? Thirdly, let's say you've got great halal investment companies to go for. How do you actually decide how much to put in each of them? Because you don't want your allocation decisions to end up causing you a lot of headaches later down the line. And finally, investment isn't a static thing. It needs to be dynamic and it needs to be updated depending on the market situations. So where can you turn to to get that ongoing education and update from. So in this video, I'll be talking through those four key concerns because I had those four key concerns as well when I started off investing a decade and a half ago. And in this video, I wanna share the lessons from my own journey and how I overcame each of those four areas and what you can rely on to address each of those concerns as well. So let's dive in. Look, the key thing with a good investment company is the people behind it. Are they reputable, trustworthy, experienced, professional individuals in the area that they are investing in? And you can do four key checks to make sure that is actually the case. The first thing is check if the company is regulated. Not all companies actually need to be regulated, but the way that the company answers your questions will give you a really clear sense Of how thoughtfully they think about customer protections. The second thing that you should look for is how reputable and trustworthy the people are. Look at the profiles on their company website, look at their LinkedIn's, look at the social media presence and the digital footprint that the website has and the company has online. Have they been featured in any mainstream newspapers? Look at all of those things in the round. And sometimes you might find large companies in particular, they may not necessarily have the person on the website in their about us section. You can still do a little bit of digging and find out these people. So what you do is you go into the privacy policy and there you will see the limited company's name. And then you take that limited company's name and put it into beta.companieshouse.gov.uk, which is the UK website for all the companies in the UK and there you'll see the directors listed and then you can google those directors names and you can look them up on LinkedIn and other places. So that's a really good way of looking into the company in depth. The third thing I would say that you should do is look at third party neutral websites and reviews. People like money-saving expert or our own website, Islamic Finance Guru. What do these guys say about this company? Because these guys will know about this area much better than you do because this is what they do for their day-to-day job. The final thing I'd say is look at customer reviews. Not all customer reviews are going to be perfectly accurate, but reading through them will give you a really good flavor of this company and the kind of experiences that people have had with it. And that will give you a really good sense of whether or not this is a good company to invest with. Okay, so you're happy now that this company is good to invest in, but is it halal? And I know Islamic finance is just chock blocker with so many difficult terms like musharaka, mudaraba, bay'ina, tawarruk commodity murabaha and you're just sat there thinking what on earth is going on? Just tell me this is halal or haram. So there's three ways that you can do that. The first thing that you can do is look at the Sharia board of the company and does it have scholarly sign-off and look that that Sharia board is actually credible and has a track record in the market or people respect that particular scholar in Islamic finance. The second thing that you can do especially for companies that do not actively target the Muslim market but happen to also be halal Is look at neutral third-party websites like Islamic Finance Guru because we will have done the digging in these companies and made sure that they're Sharia compliant before you put them on the halal investment platform. The final thing if you can't get any of the first two things checked off is ask a trusted Islamic scholar and make sure that that trusted Islamic scholar that you ask is someone who knows what they're talking about when it comes to Islamic finance because if they don't then I'm not sure how reliable that view necessarily would be for you. So now you know halal good investment companies to invest in, but how do you allocate between all of those people? Because what you don't wanna do is in your allocation, you might give it to a great company, but it doesn't suit your risk appetite or your goals. If it doesn't do that, then you're going to be probably ending up feeling quite upset and perhaps even making a loss due to this investment. So it's really important to understand how risk allocation and investment portfolios are constructed. Ultimately, look, if you're going to invest a considerable amount of money, perhaps thousands of pounds, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of pounds, you should definitely look at our Halal Investing for Busy Professionals course, because that gives you, in a nutshell, all the different levers and knobs that you need to be aware of when it comes to driving this halal investing car. The course opens three times a year, so you should subscribe to our website and you'll hear first when it reopens, inshallah. But having said all of that, let me give you a really high level overview of how to roughly structure your portfolio. There are three big players in the game stocks and shares, property or sukuk if you can get them, or alternative assets. Stocks give you a broad exposure to the overall market, property And sukuk, if you can get them, give you a fixed income return, like a rent for example. And then finally alternative assets give you a higher risk, higher reward aspect to your portfolio, which is important to give it a bit of growth as well. So for example, a 40-40-20 split between stocks, property and alternative assets could be a middle-of-the-road allocation for your portfolio. But this may not be right for you. Because different people have different risks, different goals, different durations in terms of how long they're going to be investing. And all of these things and a few other factors come together to make sure that you are investing in the appropriate manner for what you need to be achieving. So definitely do look into that course and also do your research around this whole space. Diversification and allocation and building a portfolio is a really important but often overlooked part of what it means to invest. You should also check out the Halal Investment Platform, the link is below, where you can see a whole range of different investment opportunities in all of these asset classes and more. So now you've got a whole range of different investment companies that are halal and you know roughly how to allocate them in your portfolio. But you know that investing is not a static thing you know that it's a dynamic thing that needs to be updated and changed as you go along as circumstances change in your life but also the wider market as well and as government policy changes or different opportunities arise. So where can you get plugged in to make sure that you are keeping up to date with the news when it comes to your investment? Of course, you know I was going to say this, you should subscribe to our website, you should subscribe to this channel and follow us, but also other YouTubers and other websites about personal and finance. Money Saving Expert is a great example, Nerd Wallet is another great example, and there are many others out there. So just plug yourself in, and it is surprising how quickly you can learn about the vernacular, the speech, and the kind of key bits of discourse that you need to be aware of when it comes to investing. If you just follow a podcast or a YouTuber for two, three months, you'll get a really good sense of this whole landscape. And I would also recommend you check out our courses page and check out the free and paid courses on there because that will give you another good resource to tuck your teeth into as you develop in your investing journey. Okay guys, that's it for today. I wanna leave you with a final thought though. Ultimately, you must remember that information is great, but there is never ever enough information in the world to make a 100% risk-free investment. There is never ever enough information in the world to take away that feeling of, oh, I'm going to have to take a bit of a leap and get started in investing. There is always going to be that feeling and that's perfectly fine because not taking a decision is also taking a decision. You can't say, oh, I'm not going to play the investing game by not taking a decision because your money, as soon as you earn it, is an investment. It's just an investment that's sat in cash and it's losing money because of inflation. So you have to make an investment decision and when you don't make a decision, that is an investment decision and it's usually a bad one. And look folks, ultimately, this is your money, this is your investment, this is your kid's inheritance, and this is your pot to buy a house or whatever you want to do. It's not my money and I don't want you to be the kind of people that we sometimes rarely come across where they're 55 or 60 and they're still asking skeptical questions about investing that they have been for the last 30 or so years. You know the kind of people that we're talking about, you're probably not going to change their mind. Don't be that person. Because it's your retirement, it's your money that we're talking about. And if you don't do anything, you will end up being hurt as a result of it. So on that bombshell guys, that's it for today. I'd love to hear your comments and thoughts on this video and future videos that we could do on similar themes. Until next time, Asalaamu Alaikum.